0: Hi, this is Benny Friedman from Yeshivat Torah. Speaking for Mizrahi's daily dose of the Daf, we are on the sixth folio, Psachim Daf Vav. One of the cases the Gemara talks about here is when a non-Jew brings chametz into the property of a Jew, into the courtyard of a Jew. On the one hand, it still belongs to the non-Jew. On the other hand. We're not allowed to see chametz, right? Not only are we not allowed to eat chametz on Passover, but we're not supposed to see it. That's not supposed to be found in our property. So the Gemara says, if in fact the non-Jew is walking with it in our property, but doesn't deposit it in the property or put it aside in a room, then you don't need to do anything about it. And of course, this raises the whole question of the nature of the prohibition of chametz on Pesach. Now, we all know that the reason that we eat matzah on Pesach and that we're not allowed to eat chametz, sort of bread that has risen after being kneaded and baked for beyond 18 minutes, is because when the Jews got out of Egypt thousands of years ago, their dough didn't have time to rise, thereby signifying that and connecting forever to the festival of Passover, matzah, which is unleavened bread. And that's true. The pasuk, the verse in the Torah, actually says, "Terem kamalu," the dough didn't have time to rise. But having said that, that's true. It's also not true. If you look carefully in Shmot, Parakud Bed, in the twelfth chapter of Exodus, Hashem tells Moshe that the Jewish people will celebrate the Festival of Passover and eat matzah for seven days. Shivat yamim tochlu matzot. at the beginning of the parak, even before they're given the mitzvah to celebrate the new moon, which is fourteen days before the Jews get out of Egypt. That being the case, what exactly is going on? What is the message of chametz and matzah? So the tzedakah coin of Lublin in his Tzidkas HaTzadik suggests a fascinating answer. It says, Hashem planned the exodus from Egypt in such a way that it would take place in the last possible moment. Tradition teaches us that there are 50 levels of impurity and the Jews immersed, as it were, in the pagan morass of Egyptian idolatry had sunken to the, almost the lowest possible level. There is a point where a person can sink or he cannot remove himself from the impurity. Kind of like a, a drug addict who can sink so low that he can't help himself. Somebody has to get him into rehab. Somebody has to help him. The Jewish people were almost gone. Why does Hashem wait for the last possible moment? taking them out in such a manner that their dough didn't even have time to rise, to teach us that when windows of opportunity present themselves for us to exit the narrow spaces that confine us, we have to grab them because those windows close, they don't last. You know, you get an urge, today's the day I'm gonna clean up the garage and you're all set, you're gonna get out there, you have this energy, but then you get a phone call and then you need to check your email, and then somebody in the family asks you to do a favor, and the next thing you know, you lost that urge. You lost that window of opportunity. You know, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur ends, and you're gonna get back into learning. You're gonna attempt that new learning project that you've been wanting to do, but then things come along and you miss that window. When windows of opportunity present themselves, we have to grab them because they don't last a little bit of food for thought, pun intended, on P'sachim Davvav. All the best and wishing everybody a wonderful day.